Hey everyone, I'm Liv. And I'm Jazz, and you're listening to Bust It Wide Open. Bust it wide open and we'll figure it out. It's a show about questions that we won't filter out. Sex, politics, religion, or anything else. We'll just bust it wide open. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bust It Wide Open. Hey, guys. What is this, episode six? Episode six. Hey. I can't believe we're already on six. I know. How are Here you doing, go. Jess? I know. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired today. I just traveled home from Sarasota, and yesterday I traveled from the Keys to Sarasota. So lots of traveling in the past two days. Mm-hmm. And I already miss vacation a lot. Mm. miss my family a lot. In the post-vacay depression. Literally so depressed. It hasn't even hit me that much yet. Like, I'll probably cry later tonight because I always do that. Aww. Every time I, yeah, I get, like, morbidly depressed every time I leave Sarasota. Oh, I'm I get, sorry. I get, <laughs> and it lasts for, like, two to three days, and mm-hmm. then I'll mellow out and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But I just feel so off for, like, those those couple days afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I know like Sarasota is your heart, but just take comfort in knowing that you'll be back someday. Someday yeah. soon-ish. Yeah. I try not to like rush it because I don't want to like wish my life away, mm-hmm. but I do desperately, desperately just want to be living there again. I miss it a lot. So mm. One but day. How, yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. Um uh, the only like new thing that I have to report is that I went on a date last night. Um, yeah, I know you need to tell me all about it. <laughs> so he's a very nice guy. Uh, we didn't like talk that much before the date, which was kind of like, I don't know. Usually I talk to people before I like go out with them more, but it, he yeah. just kind of off the bat was like, can I take you out? And I was like, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so he took me to the Columbia restaurant on St. Armand's. So good. So I'm good. So I got the Palomia. Oh. And I will say, I told Savannah this, I will say that your mom's Palomia is way better than theirs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make my mom so happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they had really good, like the uh, fried plantains really mm-hmm. good that came with mm-hmm. it anyway he got the same thing and then he ordered like a pitcher of sangria for us their sangria is so good it was really good <laughs> and then uh we went and walked on the beach a little bit um like Lido, Lido over by St. Armand's yeah. and then we he bought me ice cream at Kilwin's oh my gosh yeah and then we got a drink at the daiquiri deck uh, that's literally like the best date I've ever heard I know it was really nice and it was good because like everything was pretty spaced out like at the restaurant we sat outside so I felt pretty yeah. comfortable and oh. then um the ice cream was just like they were letting like five people in at a time and you just order and like leave so we just went and like sat on a bench and ate ice cream and then the daiquiri deck um just was like maybe two or three tables of people. So it 
it didn't weird me out too much. I'm trying to be careful. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then uh, we ended up sitting on a bench and talking, and we saw like a lot of weird people yesterday. Like there was a woman literally with a hole in her mask, like where her mouth is, um, walking around. Uh, like that doesn't do anything for you. I don't know why I you would do that. Oh my god, that's so annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we like saw a family like their two kids were like all in pajamas and the guy was just walking around in boxers like around St. Armand's Circle. What the fuck? (laughs) That's really weird. That's disturbing. Um, It's really gross. Yeah. Are people on some shit right now? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what's going on. Um, But then it was like midnight and we were like sitting on a bench in St. Armand's and talking and I just didn't really want, like, the night to end, and I don't think he did either, and so he was mm-hmm. like, well, what are you doing after this? And I was like, I mean, I don't know, like, going home and going to sleep if I go home, and he was like, well, do you want to, like, come over? Because the circle was dead at that point, so then I yeah. went to his place, and I met his two cats. He has two cats, so <gasps> oh, automatically you know, loved I love that. that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he poured me some wine, and we listened to music. And then, like, he finally kissed me, and he was like, I was waiting for you to do that all night. And I was like, listen, I wasn't going to be, yeah, fuck I wasn't going to just do it. Like, <laughs> hell no. I was giving hell you all no. the signs. Like, I was, like, looking in your eyes and, like, yeah. you know, like, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, yeah. And we didn't, like, hook up or anything you like that. Kissed. But, yeah. And he kind of uh, tried to like oh, up, but then I was like yeah. I think this is like too soon like you know whatever um just because I didn't want to rush it and he was super respectful and was like oh okay got it and yeah. like didn't try again so yeah well which like nothing wrong with fucking on the first date no out there like do what you want but I I do feel like like if you want something to be more serious or you really do like someone then you should wait because and it's like that wasn't even my goal with that because I don't know how I like feel about him or like if I would want to like pursue something long term after one date but um I just in the moment like I'm a very much in the moment person when it comes to hooking up and in the moment I was just like "Mm," like this just doesn't feel like right for me right now Right, right so that's why I put a stop to it but no, it was a really good night anyway. And like, Literally what? So he spent magical. so much money on me. And like, I don't know why, but I feel so bad when people oh, do Oh, God. That. No, never feel bad. <laughs> no. Mm. No. I don't know. I'm all about, oh, get your money's worth, honey. <laughs> screw you over. At least get a good ass meal out of it. It was really good. It was good food. I still have the leftovers. So. Oh, lucky. Lucky. Oh. Um, was the conversation just like flowing? Was it really good? Yeah, it was really good. So when I was there, when I first got there, I mean, obviously we hadn't like learned that much about each other. So there was just a lot to like find out. Yeah. And I think, you know, first dates are kind of awkward. So there was some moments where the conversation was just kind of like, you know, like a little pause and then it was like, yeah, okay. But then I feel like after I had, like, the daiquiri at Daiquiri Deck, I was, yeah. like, you know, I was There you fine. go. Like, the sangria Everything didn't really, like, know. get me drugged. But, yeah, like, yeah. So then I feel like the conversation flowed a lot more. Um, 
and actually when we got back to his place it just got even more like comfortable and he was just being really funny like I don't I don't know how to explain it but it was really cute so we were just being stupid and goofy so yeah it felt good that's so fun is yeah. he a j name i can't remember he's not a j name okay so i don't know how i don't know how to feel about this <laughs> <laughs> maybe kick him to the curb now <laughs> sorry Anything? gotta go mm-hmm. yeah you don't match <laughs> he's also he told me last night he's an aries and i just typically do not have good relationships with aries like a lot of the men that i've dated are aries for whatever reason, and oh, I, really? I'm not good with them. Yeah, mm. so I don't know how to feel about that either. I've dated a Gemini, and I now that I look back on it, you like he really was a Gemini, and Jake's a Taurus, mm-hmm. and we're both Tauruses, which aren't supposed to get along at all, but we do. There's something in your natal chart that yeah, that off. That's I'm why like, I want to Taurus- know. Like, I want to know his moon sign and his rising sign. Yeah tells you like more information but yeah yeah because we're both supposed to be stubborn but I feel like I don't I was gonna say I'm not stubborn but I am (laughs) well and then I think Jake was also raised like in his family to um very much like respect women and you know whatever so yeah I think that plays a role in how the dynamic of your relationship is anyway yeah yeah He's okay with a strong woman, which mm-hmm. I couldn't be with a guy who's not. No, no man will tell me what to do. Ever. Exactly. Amen. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I kind of have like another uh, like date-ish thing coming up. Not with him, though. With a J oh. name. Oh. Um, but you... I've been talking to him longer than the guy I just went out on a date with. So I feel like I not owe it, but like I it should explore it yeah well, uh, first impressions i guess you haven't been on the date with the other guy yet but like we facetimed like more. three times now uh-huh um this other guy the j name guy um and he's really nice i also don't know that we would mesh well i mean he's like a i feel like a super like gym head kind of guy like he told me like he ate a donut and he's like well gotta run an extra 30 minutes tonight and I was like that's Uh, not I don't think that's that's, like very toxic yeah Yeah. (laughs) but um he's really nice so I don't know I'll go out with him and see how it goes yeah I mean that's what dating's for maybe like when you're with him in person too you'll realize like oh like he's more joking about stuff like that like not being serious yeah and he very well might have because he said it over text so you can't really tell but exactly so yeah so that's uh, Jazz's dating life. <laughs> I know. It's so interesting. I feel like I've made that a segment. Like every time I'm like, this is what's happening. <laughs> it's so fun to follow. <laughs> it's a lot more posted. interesting than my dating life, which is not dating. It's just in a relationship. Well, yeah, but that's like cute and nice. And that's like the goal, you know? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's not interesting. <laughs> you know, she's kind of on like vacation together. Like that's yeah, that's we cute. did. We had so much fun. He was, that was the keys. Yeah, with my dad a lot too. It was oh. amazing. It was literally so pretty. The one thing that really sucked, the water was really rough, and we have mm-hmm. a deck boat, and mm-hmm. so those types of boats can't go into like super rough water. Like. Oh my god, my dad actually almost sunk the boat. Oh my god, what? Yeah, because so he's really good at like 
this is what happened. He was being really stupid. So we went out to the lighthouse, Alligator Reef, if anyone's heard of it. And it's, um, God, I'm so bad with distance, but I want to say like a mile offshore. Like it's pretty far offshore. And so um, one of our favorite spots to go to though, so pretty, prettiest reef ever. And um, there were a bunch of jet skis around and you're not supposed to like drive up close to the reef because people are snorkeling. Mm Mm-hmm. And these jet skis were like riding the waves right next to the reef because when you get onto the reef, like it gets shallower. So the waves were actually breaking Mm. and they were literally, I kid you not, like probably closer than 50 feet away from us, which is super dangerous because there was like four of them and we're like half underwater. So like they can't see you. Yeah. So like us snorkeling, like we were watching out for them, but my dad like saw him and he was on the boat. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was like getting pissed off because it's just super illegal and dangerous. And that's not what you do. (laughs) It's just, and it's so like disrespectful too. Like it's just annoying. Like, so he was like yelling at them from the boat. Obviously they didn't hear him. And he was like, you know, like, fuck this. I'm going to go over there and say something. Mm -hmm. So he went over with the boat and because the waves were breaking closer to the reef, they literally broke onto the boat and he took like three or four big waves like just over the boat and literally to the point where the water was up to his knees in the boat and he was like fuck i have to get out of here and like when there's that, that been much- so scary like for him but yeah. then for you guys like watching that like did you well, see like, it we happen? had no so we're in the water and jake actually thank god jake stayed on the boat because he wasn't feeling it was like too rough for him too and um I'm like watching my dad drive over and I'm like oh maybe he's like coming to pick us up so it's not so far away to swim and then Mm -hmm. he like doesn't stop and I'm like what is he doing I'm just like watching him drive around because at that point um sorry sorry (laughs) I like had to breathe um at that point uh he like once you get that much water in the boat, you cannot stop or it will yeah. sink. Like, cause the only thing that keeping you from going under is like moving. So there's a village oh pump God. on the boat that he had on and was trying to get the water out, but the village pump was like getting blocked. And so then he had a hand pump. So him and Jake had to take turns, like hand pumping the water out, not moving, someone driving the boat, someone hand pumping and um they ended up so scary so scary and we had no idea like what happened so luckily we had another like family out there with us so we just swam back to their boat they were able to take us in Mm -hmm. and i was like on their boat after snorkeling and my dad like drives up and i'm like oh he's gonna like pick me up and he's like can't stop major problems can you get my family and like my uncle was like "Yeah, yeah yeah i got him don't worry and my dad just like drove away so wow. i was like great first day <laughs> major wow. problems with the boat but no it ended up being fine like they got into calmer waters and got all the water on the boats fine so it just was like a stupid move on my dad's part he like said that you know he kind of rationalized it because jake was on the boat with him and we had another boat to go home with if something happened mm. so i guess he just felt safer saying something to them but oh my god i'm just thank god it didn't sink that's that yeah that the entire would vacation. have been the worst so yeah well i'm glad everyone was safe and that the rest of your <laughs> yeah. keys vacation was good yeah yeah no the rest of it was fine we just really had to stay 
um, on the Gulf side a lot more instead of the Atlantic side, which the Atlantic side is like the prettier side. So, but I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) You have to go to the Keys sometimes. Seriously, Jasmine, when you get that far out, like to the lighthouse, the water is the prettiest blue you've ever seen in your life. And it looks like Mm -hmm. you're swimming in a pool. Yeah, I've seen pictures from Savannah, but I know that it's not the same. Um, The one time that I've been down to the Keys was like when I was in fifth grade and we went to sea camp. So that's like the only memory that I have. And we were just in that like little campsite area. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it was amazing. My family loves the Keys. So I'm very blessed that I get to go there. Yeah. You guys do that like once a year, right? Yeah, we were actually not even supposed to go this year. And then we heard that like other people in our family were going. So my dad was like, fuck it, let's go to the Keys too. Nice. So yeah, it was nice. Um, it was awesome. I don't know if we're going to go next year or not. We're typically like we try to switch up where we go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, we were supposed to go to the mountains this year, but you know, yeah. you're going with us, we're on a road in that. So yeah, I would have <laughs> literally driven over like an hour and a half from where I was in Asheville I know. to where it you guys been were so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think now would be a good time to bring in our guest today. Yes, I think so. Um, just a brief introduction. Our guest today, uh, her name is Lonnie, and I she's my best friend. I met her in sixth grade. We were literally 11 years old, so it's been like 12 years now that we've been best friends, and uh, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened over that time, as you can probably imagine, but I'll bring her on so we can talk about that all together. Yay! And here's Lonnie. Hey, Lonnie. Hey. Hey. Hi, guys. (laughs) How are you doing? Good. It is super hot outside. Not with it. Yeah, no, it really is. That's Florida for you. Florida, 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 man. I'm not (laughs) that happy to be back, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm making the most out of it. I'm happy you're back. (laughs) Well, anyway, y'all, like I just said, uh, Lonnie is my best friend from sixth grade. Met at Sarasota Middle School. Uh, <laughs> and how do we meet? Gosh, that's like over a decade ago. Yeah. I feel old. We, um, was it PE? PE and social studies. We had those two classes oh, together. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how we started. Oh, so at PE, they had like two, uh, well, they had people sit in lines like alphabetically. And where we were right. sitting, like we were like right like near each other, like next to each other. Yeah. Um, because I'm R and she's S, so it's like, I don't know, and uh, so I guess we just started talking in there, and then we realized we had social studies together, too. Yeah. Um, Do you remember, um, well, what started was we were in sixth grade, and these two eighth graders were sitting between us, and they were friends, and they would, like, joke around, and then I think they started making fun of somebody near us, or me. I don't know. I remember I I feel like they made fun of me, too. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Were they boys or girls? Boys. Yeah. Hmm. Two eighth grade boys. Yeah, the worst. Um, I yeah, I remember that, and I remember their names, which is weird. I'm not gonna blast them like that because they're probably decent people now. But yeah, I we bonded over that. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, we and we're really like, good. oh, we are in my PE class when we saw each other in social uh-huh. studies. We're like, let's be friends. We had the same coach Aww. for PE too, I think. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, the rest is history. Well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, then. Lonnie moved away when we were in like the middle of eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Down to South Florida. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And uh, we stayed in touch though. And like, thankfully, my parents would bring me down to see her and she would come up and see me sometimes. And we just always talked on the phone. And then uh, I guess as the end of high school approached, we just started talking about like I was like yeah I really want to move to Nashville to go to Belmont and uh she was like yeah I mean I'll just like go I'm going to community college or whatever so she just like moved with me and I really think that distance between us and us staying like in contact yeah it made us really like strong and get closer to each other Mm -hmm. because when it came to the point of deciding where we were going for college I was like I have no idea Jocelyn where are you going I'm going wherever you're going (laughs) you're my comfort let's go yeah I remember like when you moved away in eighth grade going into high school was when I met Camilla uh, my other best friend and I mean I guess I have a bunch of best friends I call (laughs) everyone my best friend but um I was like, oh my God, like, I'm not going to have somebody to, like, eat lunch with. And, like, you know, I was just yeah. so sad that she was yeah. gone. But before we get into our fun college stories, um, <laughs> I just want to ask you, like, <laughs> she made a weird face. Uh, I just want to ask you what your um, political views, your spiritual or religious beliefs, and your sexual orientation is. Okay. My political views, I'm not... I don't have that much knowledge on everything going on, mm-hmm. so I can't say I'm specifically one party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that I'm definitely for the people, like mm-hmm. helping out as we should be. Yeah, and just giving. So, like, really, yeah. whatever party is more for that than the other, that I'm with them. Mm-hmm. But I mean can I say this? I hate our president. (laughs) Oh, you can say that. Donald Trump. Um, (laughs) Fuck Donald Trump. He's the worst thing to happen to America. Hope you're listening to this, Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) Anyway, you can say whatever you want. (laughs) Especially that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, things. Um, My biggest thing, the reason why, even with me not having knowledge, is just him as a person. Mm -hmm. Like Terrible person. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I just don't, I don't enjoy hearing him speak for once. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> just the most unintelligent. Like, talk about uneducated, though. Like, yeah. I'm like, the words that come out of your mouth truly don't make any sense. You repeat no. yourself over and over, and all of his followers are like, yeah. I'm convinced he's had a stroke. Like, <sighs> I, I don't think he knows what he's saying half of the time. Like, pissed he started wearing a mask. I was like, yeah, oh, I know. He was hoping well, and then as soon as he started wearing a mask, all of his, like, followers were like, oh, oh my God. Oh, they mask now. Math. 
oh yeah but democrats are sheep i'm like okay yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um well yes that's pretty much where i stand on that then um a humanitarian person yes no (laughs) um that one i believe there is how do you say it like um something something yeah (laughs) not necessarily one person or multiple people but there's something Mm -hmm. that is higher Mm -hmm. or out there above us Mm -hmm. um i'm very strong on believing in the universe Mm -hmm. um and i believe we everybody has spirit guides and there are people that we've met before or we've encountered that's just like really helping us stay on our path that the universe has kind of put it brought us to I Mm -hmm. should say Mm -hmm. so that's mine I'm not really when it comes to praying or doing anything to kind of like how do you um I don't really pray I would just say Mm -hmm. like I kind of speak it out put it out there in the universe like if I'm really struggling and I'm having a bad day it's like what do I need to do like Mm -hmm. I will just split like and woo. I will ask that question just like out in the open to myself. What do I need to do to get myself out of this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just kind of say whatever I need to do will happen. Whoever I need to meet or whatever step I need to take, mm-hmm. things will work out and I'll be like I'll be put there. Yeah. And then So like to me that's like, you know, for people that believe in Christianity or, you know, whatever, if you believe in a God or you believe in the universe or anything like that that's kind of just like putting your faith in a higher thing and trusting that like what is supposed to supposed to happen for me and come to me will yeah yeah it's funny the parallels and like spirituality and religion and if you just like look at it broadly it's all pretty Mm -hmm. much the same thing yeah Yeah. it's like yeah maybe we have all of these little differences of like what we believe happened and what you know, we think is going to happen when we die and whatever, but, um, all of it is generally like the same idea Yeah. if you believe in something. So. Exactly. I feel like some people frown upon that though. You know, like when you, if you don't believe in the same thing, there are people out there that are like, well, then you are, Mm -hmm. you're not going to a heavenly place or you're not going somewhere. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Like, Christians can get really uptight about certain branches of Christianity can get really uptight about that. Like if you're not a Christian, you're going to hell or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sure like Islam would be the same way or Judaism. Um, cause there's just people in every religion that it's their way or the highway. I don't believe that. I don't, you know, I think if you're just a good person with good morals and you're trying, I think is the biggest thing too then Mm -hmm. you're gonna be all right you know yeah so yeah I agree with that um and then just your sexual orientation I'm a female Mm -hmm. that I dig okay (laughs) that's a great way to say there you go (laughs) there you go everyone plain and simple (laughs) I did have my woman stage at a moment (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah well can we get into that um yeah go for it um high school it was so just like jazz with the whole sitting at lunch thing I was like so nervous I knew no one in Broward County so freshman year I was kind of like shy didn't talk to anybody 
and then I got into a group of friends sophomore year and they were so everyone had their own personality and they were able to just like freely be themselves Mm -hmm. um we love that (laughs) yeah there was a guy he was um he was super feminine and loved to just like twerk everywhere so he kind (laughs) of helped me branch out I met him in I think I met him in my English class and he introduced me to all his friends and there was one girl I was really into. I was like, mm. wow, just, she's just super, I don't even know if it was her looks. It was just the way she acted. She was, she did act a little more manly, but I was mm-hmm. like, oh wow, you're really attractive. So <laughs> did you think that off the bat from like seeing her or was it like after you had hung out or? After we hung out, I think it was like a few times and then I was kind of like, all right, I kind of like you. Catching feelings. Yeah, and to find out that everyone in the mama liked her, so. <laughs> she was, was popular. She- was she lesbian or was she yes she was full-on lesbian she actually had a kind of had a girlfriend at the time when I started liking her so I was like all right I'm just gonna leave that maybe my feelings are just because she looks like a man it's been a while since I dated someone (laughs) (laughs) trying to talk your way out of it But then one day or one night we were at a party and we just like kind of fell into her lap and we fell into her lap. Like falling on the dick, it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we uh, made out and became a thing and that went on for probably, um, I would say until the end of junior year. Mm -hmm. And then we were on and off for a while. Um, and then I officially started dating a girl and we, we weren't out, but we were just like low key dating. Mm -hmm. I would say we dated for probably like five months and then we ended it. And then I went back to boys. Mm -hmm. So would you (laughs) consider yourself bisexual then? I wouldn't say because I go with the way I vibe with the person. Like if I really can connect with you, whether you're a girl or guy, then I, and I'm, like, attracted to you, like, mm-hmm. I kind of see you in that sexual way, I'll be like, oh, yeah, we can totally I think get that's down. There's a term for that. Right? Yeah, is that, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, you, that's you like the, the person that doesn't, like, gender doesn't really have a, yeah. yeah. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. I also, like, I feel like sexuality is a spectrum, mm-hmm. and I, like, hate, like, I think that, um, what are they called? labels can be great <laughs> in some instances but also like I don't really feel like anyone's like a hundred percent straight or a hundred percent gay I feel mm-hmm. like you can fall anywhere in between and mm-hmm. so um and I feel like the people that are like very um like intense when they talk about like I'm, I'm straight like you know whatever yeah. it's like mm, like I, I feel like you're, like, overcompensating right. or, like, I don't well, know. I'm, like, you could be, like, 95% straight, you know, but, like, yeah. maybe, like, but if you're looking at a man and you can, appre- like, you're a man and you're looking at a man, you can appreciate, and oh, like, that wow, man's an attractive, attractive man. Yeah. Probably, you know, like, then you're still, that sexuality yeah. still is not 100%, you know? Mm-hmm. I was, like, trying to explain that to Jake because he was, like, like, what? What would you say you were then? And I was, like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I don't think I'd be interested in, I guess I kissed a girl when I was drunk, but like, mm-hmm. I don't think I would want to do anything further, mm-hmm. but like, I can appreciate a gorgeous female. Like, I'll tell you that much. And like yeah. a hot girl will turn me on. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. 
Yep. You know, I don't, I don't think Hot, I want powerful to... women. Yeah. I'm like, mm. okay, hello, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that's really interesting. I think that's really cool that mm-hmm. you're like just very fluid with it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I really just go with it. Yeah. And I don't think after I experienced that in high school, I haven't seen anyone in that way or really met a girl that made me like, who. Mm-hmm. I like the way we vibe like other than that besides my friends that are girls but that's like a different way I don't look at them mm-hmm. like oh yeah I yeah. can smack that ass <laughs> so like, Hi. do you think like if you didn't have anything going on relationship wise and like um I don't know like you met a girl that you vibed with like would you like try it like would you yeah yeah if I vibed with her really I would um, it would be something interesting to explain, you know, my kids are little, so mm-hmm. it'd be something interesting yeah. for them to like kind of introduce to them, but mm-hmm. I would definitely go for it and explain to them, hey. But I think kids are just so like, especially if you're like their parent and you're just like, yeah, like I love men and women. They're like, okay, mom, like yeah. cool. Yeah. Cause yeah. they trust you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and if and you, that's honestly if you like, don't fine. make it a big deal, then it won't be a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, it's yeah. just something some people like. And I'm totally for that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, and I've been this way ever since. So a little background. Olivia, you probably probably know this. I have a three-year-old and mm-hmm. um, almost one-year-old. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, and Quincy, and they're my godchildren. Aw. <laughs> so when they were growing, when they were younger, it was, you know, um, not they, but when Caden was younger, mm-hmm. I really didn't colors girl like the pinks are always pinks and purples are for boys and blues and greens are for girls I kind of never really built that line for him so when he goes to the store and he sees something and he just likes the idea that it lights up or that it's a toy Mm -hmm. and it's something new I never like specifically go for the green or the blue I'm like which one and I let him choose that and he like in our house, I would say there's probably, like, 50-50 yeah. oh, wow. girl and boy toys. Yeah, yeah, we're never – I don't – color does not define sex in my house. Mm-hmm. I never let that happen. That's good. And so I would feel like you're probably a lot the same with, like, dolls versus, like, monster trucks and stuff like that. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I read a post, like, um, I think a little boy was holding a baby doll, mm-hmm. and someone made a comment about it. And they're like, yeah, God forbid you have your son hold a baby doll. Yeah. Teach them how to hold, like, you know, a hold a baby properly. <laughs> Teach them to be a good parent. Like, boys can't grow up be to be nurturing and loving. Know. God forbid. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, I think that's good. I I like how you parent. I think you're doing a great job. Yeah. Well, Stop cry. <laughs> <laughs> since you're talking about your kids, you want to um, get into that story and – I know Jasmine said you were 19 and pregnant. Yes. Yeah, so um, just to preface this, Lonnie had moved to Nashville, Tennessee with me, and we lived there for the first year. So that's where, like, this kind of took place. Yes. Um, So I was having my days, having fun, seeing different (laughs) people. Partying. baby (laughs) (laughs) that's how it happens (laughs) well it was really honestly I didn't I always knew I wanted to be a mom but when it got when I found out in Nashville I mean 
hey, I was young, wild, and free, just like Wiz Khalifa. But (laughs) (laughs) really, when I got pregnant at 19, I was like, am I even ready? Yeah. But especially being in Nashville, I was like, holy moly. You want to tell the story about how you found out? Okay, so I was working... um, I was in a transition of a, of a new position at work. I was becoming, I was working retail, but I was, instead of going from a sales associate, I went to like a stalker. Mm-hmm. So I started stocking shelves and shipment always came early in the morning, like three, four o'clock in the morning. So my, oh my shift God. was from four. Yeah. It was from four. I don't know. Like, so like probably 10, 11. Yeah. Like that. I oh, left early in the god. morning. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> That's awful. This store oh, just I could not opened do when I would be leaving. Yeah. Um, it was, so my sleep schedule was so off cause yeah. it's something new to me. Um, I was really tired and jazz just left Nashville to come back to Sarasota for, I don't know what it was, but just a visit, I think. Yeah. Um, so I was home alone in the apartment and I would just like wake up, sleep, do my normal schedule mm-hmm. or like try and get used to it. So one day I woke up and I was just so tired and I was like, what is going on? Like I'm drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking Red Bulls. What's happening? And I think you told me you slept like 16 hours or something and just yeah. was still like tired. So yeah. I called Jazz. I started not freaking out. I was just kind of, it's, it's weird to me. And I had, um... I don't know, something else was going on, anything health-wise, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, it's, I don't know what's, because I freaked out, the only reason I would have called her and started freaking out about my sleep schedule is if something else was going on, so she's like, hey, I had a dream about fishes, and fishes typically represent, like, a newborn or, like, children. Fuck. Like, fertility. Ah. And, Fuck but, off. but, but two ah. weeks before that, so I had that dream, like, when I was here, but, in Sarasota. But two weeks before that, when I was still in Nashville, I woke up one day from a dream and it was like Lonnie with a baby boy. And I like, I had a dream that she was pregnant with a boy. And, um, I think I woke up and I told her about it. Like, I was like, this feels really real and weird. Like, I think you need to be careful. And, uh, she was like, no, like I'm fine. Like that wouldn't happen. And then that day that she called me, um, I was like, mm, like maybe like take a pregnancy test. Fucking speechless. <laughs> That's in oh Jasmine. Fucking witch. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. I don't know. I was in denial. I was like, I can't be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no. I'm I was like, pregnant. I was trying no, to be you supportive. On... And I was like, you're probably not. Just right. uh, Just take one. Just were you on out. birth control? Yes, but I like I was so irresponsible with it and I skipped days and I'm like it's fine I'll just take it now mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't affect anything so like well, how much well I could just say how much did you skip <laughs> like just, just a, a general question like maybe <laughs> like if I missed a day <laughs> I you know like a week yeah no it was like oh, okay I think okay. you yeah, frequently really miss like two or three days Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, I'm not that bad. Then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I with I was in denial, and Jasmine was like, we'll just get a test just to be sure. I was like, okay, I'll blow $25 on a test. So mm-hmm. I bought Clear Blue, the most expensive <laughs> one out there, and to find out that it came back positive, and I left it on uh, the toilet, um, the top of the toilet, and I was like, 
no, I walked away from it. I'm like, I'm not going back. I'm not going to go back and look at it. I'm not. I went back and I was like, holy, like I freaked out and I was like pacing through the house. She wasn't even home yet. No, she, and like, you called me. I was so scared. Yeah, uh, you called me and you told me that it was positive and I was like, oh shit. And I think I came back early from Sarasota because of that. And I think I literally came back the next day and then I took you to the health department to get like the actual confirmation. Um, what was like your initial thought? Um, my initial thought was, holy shit, (laughs) where the fuck am I going to raise this child? Who's going to help me raise the child? And I was like, if I, I told, I, I call him the sperm donor now. I, (laughs) I told the sperm donor and he was like, totally gung-ho ready to do it with me and I was like "Eh, I want to move back home so like unless you're trying to move to Florida like let's go um but then I guess he had time to think about it and when I approached him again before I left he's like no Mm -hmm. not my kid not not happening Mm -hmm. totally cut me off didn't text me back didn't call me I was like dude what the hell yeah when you say sorry just here quick when you say not my kid is he now like trying to act like it's actually not his kid or just not my kid as in I don't want any part of this like I think he was trying to deny that that's not his kid like Like thinking it was somebody else's but um I also would like to point out that I think you had a conversation with him that you know you were like we were being careful like you pulled out like you know stuff like that and he was like oh no like I came inside you, like, knowing that she, like, wasn't, like, taking her birth control very well and whatever, and, like, just decided that it would be a good thing to do. Well, when I told him I was pregnant, I was like, could it have been you? We were careful. Like, I was voicing it with him, trying to, like, go through the events with him. He's like, oh, no, I definitely came in you. And I was like... Excuse me. What? Okay. Yeah. And then he says, it's not my kid. (laughs) Definitely feel like that's like a form of rape, just putting that out there. Like, yeah, like unconsensually coming inside of a woman and then the woman goes to jail for having an abortion, which I don't know. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but I'm just, we're bad. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but my first thoughts, like, I don't, now that you mentioned abortion, I didn't even think of it. Mm-hmm. Really? I, didn't. I was like, I knew, because I, like I said, in the, I wanted to be a mom. I knew it in my heart. I always, I love kids. I, and being the oldest out of my mom's four and her, me and my sister are 12 okay. years apart. Okay. So I kind of, yeah. I, being around younger kids all my life, I was like, oh my gosh, I just, I know when I'm out, I want to have my own baby. And it did the opposite for me. I have the same situation. I'm 11 years apart from my, yeah. uh, for like my oldest of my sister's. And I'm like, mm, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> Maybe I'll be a cool aunt and god mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So yeah. you you never considered it at all? It was just like, okay, I'm pregnant and I'm going to have this baby? Yeah. I think I remember like in the first day that you found out, there was just like maybe some like question thrown up there about it just in, like, the stress of the moment, but then I remember, like, the very next day, you were, like, no, like, I couldn't do this. Like, as soon as you got the confirmation from the health department, you were, like, all right, that's it. 
Yeah, I did consider adoption. That was one thing that was definitely on my mind. Wow. Like, maybe I gave, like, can give birth and give, you know, give the baby to a family that can actually take care of him mm-hmm. or her, because I didn't know then. But I was like, it's because of the fact I was so scared. And I, me and Jazz, yeah. I wasn't even school yet. I wasn't even in mm-hmm. school yet. But I was yeah. like working all day, every day. And I'm like, how am I supposed to feed a kid? I can't even, sometimes I can't feed myself. Like, this mm-hmm. is scary. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, like, can't. sometimes we couldn't pay our rent. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I literally can't uh, imagine. That's so scary. Now, yeah. how are your feelings on abortion? Because I feel like I know a lot of people who were um, pregnant at a young age, and they kept their child, and they kind of have this um, prejudice. I don't know if that's the right word, and that, like, if you get an abortion, you're wrong, and, like, I'm the better person because I kept my baby kind of thing. I, I look at it as that is the mom's decision that I'm not pro it. I'm not against it. It's all solely on the mom and situational for sure. The mom is going to know if she can take that baby in or not. Mm-hmm. You can't, I mean, there's states even, you know, probably don't want to say the whole state. There are certain cities all over the U S that are like, you cannot get an abortion. And I'm, you can't do that to a person. I mean, mm-hmm. That's her right. Mm-hmm. You don't know. My big thing too is you don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. She could have got raped. She could have got In a situation like yours, yeah. where like, oh, we weren't trying to do this, and yeah. it happened. Yeah. yeah. And some people aren't really financially stable. Some people don't even have the support. I mean, a fifteen-year-old that gets pregnant. How, do you know if she's out on the street? Do you know if her mom and dad are going to take her in to raise yeah. help raise this baby? Yeah. And, and the 15, guy totally you can dumps her. Get- you can barely get a real job at 15. Yeah. So. I mean, not a living job for sure. Like, you can work yes. at Publix. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I believe that it's the mom will know best. Even if she's super young, like, she can – they need to – I feel – not they, but I feel that we should have more resources for young moms to 100%. where they can go to places and talk to other moms mm-hmm. and be like, you know, what did you do? How did you do it? In Sarasota, there's a facility called Mothers Helping Mothers. I think it's so beautiful. They donate clothes. Mm-hmm. They have those some of those resources to where moms can talk to other people and reach out to counselors and get a little bit of help. And I really, I think for young, young moms, we shouldn't judge and we shouldn't tell them they cannot get abortions. We should, we should welcome them. Mm-hmm. and talk to them be like it's okay you don't have to say what happened to you but you you know lay it out ideally or not ideally but like realistically do you think you can have this kid right. and if you yeah. can't if you maybe abortion's not what you want to do you really mm-hmm. do want to give this child a life do adoption there's mm-hmm. options it's not have the baby or don't you can mm-hmm. have the baby and give the baby to a family that can't have babies mm-hmm. and i don't know i just i don't I'm not with the people that are like, you can't ever do it. Cause mm-hmm. that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that people should definitely, you know, have that decision regardless of, you know, what the situation is, even if you're like married and you just can't do it anymore. Um, but I do think that it's important for people to have all of those resources and knowledge and like, hey, you know, here's all the education on this. This is, like, probably what you're going to go through if you're, like, this age and this is your background and this is what's going on for you. Mm -hmm. Like, 
can you can you do this like mental health wise and like financially and whatever like can you do it yeah um so yeah I agree with you yeah but um oh so do you want to like tell how you ended up back in Florida after that so um being young and pregnant, I definitely, especially telling a lot of my family members, I did get a little bit of mixed feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, someone told me I should abort the baby right off the back. Um, some were very supportive. One particularly was my dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's all the way out in, um, he's in Guam. So, wow. Yeah, there's a lot of distance between us, but he found out I was pregnant. He goes, I'm going to be a granddad. And he oh, was so excited. So oh, my heart. <laughs> yeah. And my dad has like five boys. So when he found out that it, we didn't know if it was a girl or boy yet, he goes, what if you have a girl? My only girl has a girl. And he was like super excited. Mm-hmm. But I ended up having... Caden, my son, and yeah. he was even more excited to know, like, oh, he can run around the dirt with all the other boys, and I was like, oh my gosh, dad, calm down, <laughs> but he was really, he was one of those really big supporters when it came to finding out. Um, when I found out, I had to have a game plan. Um, I believe our lease was also up. Yeah, I think you found out in the beginning-ish of June, and then our lease was up at the end of July, I want to say. So I had to have a game plan quick. And I'm like, I want to go home because I had a lot of family in Florida. So that was the one thing I definitely knew that was going to happen. But other than that, um, I was like, the next person is to call my mom and move in as soon as we can. And my mom and I have a very special relationship. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of, she had mixed emotions about me moving back in, especially mm-hmm. with the child. But she had you when she was 14. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So Lonnie, uh, Lonnie's from Guam, like she just said. And yeah, was your dad also the same age? My 14, dad 15? is a year older than her. So my mom was 14. My dad was 15. They met in, I think, grade school or middle school. They were really close and they ended up dating for a really long time and then had me. Um, my mom was, she just turned 15 when she had me. Mm-hmm. Um, Holy cow. Yeah, she was young. Were you born in Guam? Yes. So how long were you there? I was only there until I was three. So once okay. my mom turned 18, she moved out she moved out here into the States to Washington. Okay. Yeah. Um, we had some family out there. Her brother was out there. So we stayed with them for a little bit. And then when I was eight, we moved officially to Florida to be close to my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Um, but with my mom being a young mom, I thought, oh, she'd be super welcoming and be like yeah. ready to raise this grandchild. And she had you really young, so like accepting of that. Yeah, which was not what happened. It was kind yeah. of the opposite. And um, I told her anyways, I was like, all right, well, I'm coming back home and can I come stay with you? And she first kind of was like, no, you can't do that, or I don't think it's a good idea, and then I got there, or we ended up talking about it more, and she said, okay, fine, come stay with me. Um, Once I finally landed in Fort Lauderdale, Mm -hmm. she picked me up in the car and was like, hey, um, I don't think you should live with me, not with your child. Yeah, like when she was already there. 
Yeah. My God. So mom basically kicked me out before my, I even unpacked a box. So um, Jasmine's mom, her being the wonderful woman she was or is, she she offered me a room to stay at her house. Wow. Yeah. Um, which is awesome because Jasmine's mom is, what was she, 16? Yeah, she got pregnant with me at 16. I think she might have turned 17 before she had me, but yeah. So she kind of was like relating to me on a more of a young mom level the way yeah. I thought. You expected your mom to. Yeah, so she she's so sweet and she gave me a room to stay and she didn't ask much too. She wasn't like, you need to pay rent. It was mm-hmm. just like, figure figure this out. Mm-hmm. You're about to have a baby and you're pretty much alone. You know, I'm de- I don't have the dad and my support was literally Jasmine and her family. Mm-hmm. So it was. Well, and you're part of the family too. I mean, you, we've literally been in each other's lives since we were 11 years old. Like that's over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got, when I got back, I stayed with Jasmine's mom and I went through not everything alone because she did talk to me through a lot of it, but it was pretty much like the whole, how do I say it? When I think of a pregnancy, I think of like, it it doesn't necessarily have to be with a couple, but I think of it like, oh, like the guy and the girl are like two girls. They can feel the pregnancy together, the cravings, the holding, the kicking. Like I did that all by myself and I was kind of like, it was okay. I kind of just accepted it, but it was also very lonely. Mm -hmm. And I also imagine that time just being like kind of clouded with stress as well because you were trying to like work and yeah get yourself together and prepare and yeah and I was I was getting bigger and bigger by the second (laughs) her first pregnancy I will say like you look like you I mean you didn't look like fat of course but I feel like your body was just like all right like I'm ready and like hips wide and like looked like you had twins and I was like oh my gosh like you must be so uncomfortable like my, do you think my first pregnancy? I don't know if you saw much of when I was pregnant oh, yeah, with, Quincy. with Quincy. I was a watermelon. Literally, <sighs> my stomach was huge. <laughs> and Lonnie's very tiny and like petite. For those of you that are listening and can't see her, um, she's how tall are you? Five one and a half. Yeah, five so one and a half. <laughs> yeah, and just like a petite. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was. It was scary. Very interesting. Um, the thing that scared me the most was labor, going through labor alone. But mm-hmm. Jasmine's my, my parents. My stepmom was there with you, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. And I was at school. I was, like, up in Nashville still because I stayed there for, like, the second year. And I was at school when you went into the hospital, and I remember trying to, like, FaceTime you before my class. Oh. And I just remember it got kind of scary because they made you, like, get on your hands and knees in the middle of it. Kaden's heartbeat dropped yeah like his heart rate went down and so they made her like get on her hands and knees to relieve pressure and that's when my stepmom was like all right like we'll call you back like we need to get off FaceTime oh my gosh and I was like what like what's happening (laughs) what Carly ended up telling me too um was they pushed her not pushed her but they asked her to move out of the way so I had all the nurses on the maternity floor in my room 
and they were like, turn over, turn over. And I was like, what's going on? Nobody wanted to tell me anything. Mm -hmm. And I was freaking out. I was crying. And they're like, I, I don't know how long I was sitting like that or laying like that, but they eventually were like, okay, turn over. And one, after the whole event of the labor, they were like, oh, well, his heart rate dropped. And I was like, Thank God you didn't tell me yeah. in the middle of labor. I would have had a panic attack. Yeah. I think they specifically don't tell you stuff like that in the middle because they know that, like, you would absolutely freak, freak out. out. But I feel like for me as a person, like, it would make me freak out more not to know. I don't know. Yeah. Because you know something is going wrong. Like, yeah. I want to know what what is going yeah. wrong. <laughs> but. Have you... Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> have you have you seen the Kylie Jenner video on YouTube towards um it was like to her daughter Stormy? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I have. She FaceTimed her sister Kendall and literally that clip of Kendall on FaceTime was me and Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was it was pretty interesting to see that. I was like, "Hey, we did the same thing a year ago." <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so but, cute. Yeah. I, did you have an epidural? Well, I was told that my first epidural I got when with Kaden was not really an epidural. It was kind of um, like a quick shot because of the fact, I don't know. They it, want you to feel some of it, like feel your legs and stuff. Well, to... I don't know if it was that. Because you had to get on I, your hands and knees, so I imagine you weren't like totally numb. No, I. they did sit me down and they did the whole procedure of like when you get an epidural you have to be completely still and like leaned forward so I was exactly like that um but my labor for Caden was super super fast oh really um Mm -hmm. yeah everything started happening they I don't know if they stripped my membranes inside the maternity room and I have to do that I don't know what is that can we describe with that I have no idea what that is um, when they strip your membranes, the doctor will stick at least like two fingers in your vagina and then they'll sw- like do a J swipe. And they have to like up. scratch something off for yeah. it. To- but it's really hard. So it's like firm and J. Like he'll do it quick. And then he'll be like, all right. And like he'll dip out. My membranes. Why do I have to do that again? Um, it's to, I believe, to thin in your cervix. Cervix? Oh. So you can start um, dilating. Oh, like how awful! <laughs> like, and I'm just so interested. <laughs> it happened with both my sons, so it was it with Caden. It happened in the hospital. They did that all of that in the hospital. Right. Um, so then labor was quick after that. They were. I was like, "All right, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready." And she goes, "Honey, you're not ready. We just did this." And I was like, "Can you check?" me now I was like so aggravated with the nurse the on-call nurse so she checked me and she goes oh yep we need to call the doctor or we need to call them um your was he like crowning oh my god he I was 10 centimeters dilated and she was like oh you're fine you're fine I was like if you don't get down here get your fingers in me now (laughs) I'm so upset it was in the middle of the night I think when I called her she goes all right I'm gonna call nurse Pam and I was like yeah get her let's go nurse Pam (laughs) (laughs) but then after that everyone started lights were turned on beds were coming in the baby bed the free monitors I was like all right let's go we're having a baby you're having a baby. Was it scary? So how long did the whole thing take? To be completely honest, I have no idea. I, <laughs> I had it early like in the morning. Um, it felt quick to me, really, um, compared to my second one. We'll go into that later. But the 
it was, I gave birth to him in the morning. Um, dang, I don't know, Carly, I think Carly texted you saying that we're having a baby. Yeah, because I FaceTimed before I went into my 8 a.m., and that's when they were, like, making you get on your knees and stuff, and I think it was, like, pretty shortly after Yeah, that you had him. Um, but it felt quick. When you're on the bed and you're not even paying attention to time, I'm like, dude, yeah. and you're going through all that pain, I'm just like, get him out! Get him out! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't... It, it's an experience. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds scary to me. Yeah, sorry, Doug. I didn't mean to cut you off. Was it scary? <laughs> yeah. It was scary. Um, Because... I mean, I'm pushing a human out. Yeah. And I love my son, but he got a big head. Sure. <laughs> he, does have, he does have a little bit of a big head. <laughs> and with that, I ended up, they ended up having to cut me because he was, his oh. head was super big. Yeah. So they cut You had me. stitches. Mm-hmm. Um, did you actually rip though? Or did they just? No, they cut me so I didn't rip. So oh. the, the edges were clean so they can sew me up smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they... How awful. How long does that take to heal? Was it like six weeks? Oh. Like I couldn't have sex for six weeks. So I'm pretty sure it was that. My stitches ended up having to dissolve. The whole process, too, oh. when they put stitches in, it's like they give you cooling spray. You have to, like, use a squirt bottle to clean. Like, it is so... When I had to go pee, it and was you had laxatives, right? Because you can't, like, push oh, yeah. to poop. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> Sounds miserable. And with a newborn baby, too. Yeah. And, like, it was just her. Actually, it was terrifying, too, because right after, I think it was a week after I had Caden, I was holding him walking down the hallway in Jasmine's mom's house, and then I just feel like something leaking out, and I was like, did I just pee myself and not know? So I'm, like, running down the hallway, and I was like, Amy, can you take Caden? And I handed him over, and then I'm running down, back down the hallway to go to the bathroom to find out, like, I was bleeding all down my leg, and when I called the nurse, I was so scared, shaking. She, I was like, did one of my stitches pop? Do I need to go back in? She goes, calm down, let me know, like, is the blow, is the blood flowing? How is it? When you first, like, um, right after birth it's like your body's just cleaning it out at that point everything's just coming out she goes i think it's just that but like you need to just not control the bleeding but see where it's coming from are you still is it still coming out and like eventually i found out that it was i guess it was just blood that needed to come out because it never came back like a really heavy period after having a baby right yeah so you're you're pretty much always having to wear a pad. You're bleeding constantly, but like that was a lot of blood for me. I was oh so scared. Yeah, like they give you like these like industrial size pads that are like bricks that it, you just front to back literally covers diaper. You. <laughs> She's so terrified. I was just on a Zoom baby shower. <laughs> That's what and she's gonna I'm go through. So scared for my friend right now. <laughs> well, some women think it's beautiful. My aunt thinks it's beautiful. She loves being pregnant. She loves the whole labor process. But she's got four kids, and she is not as tiny as I am. She Mm -hmm. is tall. She's about Mm 5'5", and she's got wider hips than I do. So babies are like, floop, (laughs) pop out. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe it's a little easier. Okay, I actually have a question because I've always wondered this, and I don't think I've ever asked you. Um, So, like, your placenta, 
does that just come out like when you yeah have what does the it baby? look like did you see it no, I don't think I saw it. Um, yeah, it just, it's like part of the, so when they pull out the baby, um, what, you're really pushing until you get to the shoulders. Once you get to the shoulders, the baby will just, just slide right out. That's Everything nice. fluid. Yeah. Like all this extra stuff comes out. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, it just, I, it just falls out. And like, you know, they're not really going in and like cleaning you out. They're just letting everything come out naturally. So you have to keep pushing though after you have the baby no. to like get it out? No, they'll like push on your belly. Oh, and then it to just help pops out? out? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so I didn't see it. I didn't want to keep it. I didn't want anything. Like yeah. I was like, some people keep it and dry it and then put and it in capsules it. and yeah. eat it because it's supposed to be good for you I've I don't heard know. that there's health benefits and then I've heard from other people that there's no real like it's not gonna hurt you but it really doesn't do anything for you yeah I just no no thank you they said I heard um before I did hear some stories it's supposed to help with postpartum depression mm-hmm. I, was like, oh. yeah, I, I will just fight through the depression did you just have through. that yes I definitely I did with both children um, or just your first both mm-hmm. um Quincy zone I think hit me a lot harder than Caden so my firstborn wasn't as bad I think because after I had Caden with me being a single mom I kind of just had that moment of keep pushing you have to stay motivated you're the only one for this kid you got to keep going you got to keep going so I kind of just like I was strong enough to bounce myself out of it um for the most part I mean aside from being a little minorly depressed I do have some other things going on so it's like all right I just need to keep pushing um and then with Quincy it was with me having my boyfriend at the time I was kind of like all right I can cry and break down and be you can hold me and I Mm -hmm. just let it go so what is like postpartum depression can you I know that it happens obviously after you have a baby is it you almost like my idea of it which could be completely wrong is like you mourning your life before having a child because it's like such a drastic life change what like what was it for you mine was I don't know if I could do it okay I don't know if I can if I have the strength to do it and to stay motivated for myself and for this little human being how am I gonna raise him in this world Mm -hmm. and protect him from all things bad how am I I gonna be that and oh, having gosh. that and thinking of all that stress made me feel like I can't mm-hmm. I couldn't keep myself from all the bad things you know there's gonna be people out there that are gonna break your heart they're gonna hurt you lie to you and I'm like how am I gonna teach my kid to know right from wrong when mm-hmm. sometimes I don't even know especially because I'm young yeah I'm 20 years old how am I supposed to know right from wrong when you're holding this human and all you want is for him to stay so just stay pure. Just always love. And I'm like, dude, it's so scary. I I think I cried so many times mm-hmm. because I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't I'm do gonna it. I'm going to cry thinking about it. Like, that yeah. is the scariest thought ever. Well, yeah. but I also want to say that I don't think, like, postpartum depression is necessarily, like, a situational thing. Like, I don't think you have to have even, like, that fear, like, maybe I can't do this or you know, if you're alone or whatever, I think it also just happens because like physiologically your hormones are insane Mm -hmm. after like delivering. 
So I think when your body's like trying to figure itself out and go back to normal, I've just yeah. heard so many people like go through that gotcha. um, just naturally and not be really like upset or depressed over like a certain thing okay, or feeling. Right. It's just depression. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, I know that was like acting against you too. Um, was it the same like feeling with Quincy? Because I know like, you know, you guys were still not super like stable and set up at that point my thing with Quincy was I would say it goes to Olivia's thought of having um mourning my life before Mm -hmm. because then I'm thinking I'm like now I got two kids Mm -hmm. and now they are only a year and a half apart two years so I'm like this is not what Mm -hmm. I'm like I want to be a mom I knew I wanted it I didn't think I'd have another child so close together Mm -hmm. that it did scare me because I'm like, dude, I'm not even, I don't even know what I want to do career-wise. Like, Mm -hmm. I went to school already. I graduated, but now I'm like, crap. I need to, like, start bringing in more money if I'm going to have more kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lonnie kicked ass, by the way, and got two, like, two-year degrees. So each. Two associates. Yeah, two associate degrees. Um, What did, what were they in? Um, I, medical assisting, I have associates in a medical assisting and associates in medical billing and coding. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, I did all that okay. while, like, raising children. Yeah, and I'm, I'm literally, literally going through school right now, working part-time, and I'm like, oh, man, can't do any more <laughs> than that. I, yeah. Oh, having a kid? <laughs> Good night. There'd be no way. <laughs> Well, welcome to my life. <laughs> no, I'm just so yeah. impressed. I'm so impressed by anyone who can do that. So do you want to talk about like how you met Tony after um, like Kaden? Yeah. To be completely honest, I met Tony on Tinder. Um, I was lonely, just swiping. I know I just had a kid, but I was also like, hey, I just... I just had a kid. Right, and you were honest about it. <laughs> yeah, I just I had a kid, get back so you know what. Well, I think you're also looking for, like, that companionship that you were missing. Like, you felt you should have that family unit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I met him, I was just kind of swiping. And I told everybody, you know, like, they would – guys would be like, well, what are you doing? You want to hook up? I'm like, yeah, I got a one-month-old. Do you really want to see me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, let's be honest. Um, Tony was one that I was automatically, I was like, Hey, I got a kid. What do you like? What are your intentions? Mm -hmm. Let's just lay it all out on the table. He's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Like I'm good with kids. I, and when guys say that, I'm kind of like, Oh, sure. (laughs) But (laughs) just trying to impress me. Yeah, pretty much. But he, he kind of just kept pushing to show more interest he was like, yeah, well, I want to take you on a date. Like, let's meet. Let's just, um, we don't have to do anything. And I was like, yeah, you st- let me bring my pepper spray because you try to do something. <laughs> <laughs> but we ended up, um, we actually met on Lido Beach and it was really cool. We hung out, walked the beach for a little bit and just kind of talked, got to know each other a little more. And I was kind of like, oh, oh, I kind of do like you. Let's go on a second date. So we just went on a few more dates and then I introduced him to Kaden. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool because we were Marina Jacks when I introduced him and he loved, Tony was so fascinated that we have 
a place like that <laughs> near the water with the boats we see the bridge he's like the sunset is so beautiful over there yeah so he really did like it because he's from tampa originally mm-hmm. born and raised so when he came over there and he met Caden, it was like a moment I definitely will remember because he was like, whoa, this place is cool and you mm-hmm. got a baby. And he's like holding Caden like all awkward, like, oh man, I haven't held a newborn in years. Yeah. So well, I was scared to hold Caden. Like when I came, I wasn't able to see Caden until he was like three months old because yeah. I was in school. So I finally was able to visit and come down from Nashville and I just remember holding him, and he was so small, and I was like, oh my yeah. god, like, I'm, yeah. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I literally, like, I don't like holding babies. I'm like, one wrong move, and it's dead. Like, I can't handle that pressure. <laughs> literally. The way to think of it. I don't know how, like, that's the other thing. Like, okay, I have so many questions right now. Like, we just keep bringing up more things. And I'm like, oh, I want to know about that. Um, okay, I'm just going to – first question was, um, so – while you were dating, you said you were, like, very upfront about you had a baby. If a guy was, like, oh, no, I, I can't do that, were you ever, like, mad about that, or were you, like, oh, I completely understand? No, I was more understanding because at where I was looking for a guy, too, I was on Tinder. Mm-hmm. A lot of them want to just, like, you know, hit it and leave, so mm-hmm. I was, I was okay with that. If I told him I had a kid, and it's, like, oh, cool, I, and it got awkward after that, I'm, like, dude, we can be friends. We can be nothing. I don't yeah. know you. Yeah. You know, it's not like you know where I live. So a lot of my conversations, they did kind of die after I brought up the, my son. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, I think after a few conversations with guys, I put it in my bio, you know, have a kid or something like cute. I think I was really short and cute with it. Like, mm-hmm. I just love spending time with my son and going to the mm-hmm. beach or something. Like mm-hmm. that. And after that, I just only ended up, it was just guys that were like, oh, cool, you have a kid, how old is he? Like, they were interested to know, but Tony mm-hmm. was the only one I was really, like, we just kept talking, like, when we first started talking, it was, like, morning to night, texting constantly, yeah. and then I was like, let's meet up then, if you really say you're into it, that, like, you want this family life, or you want to date a girl with kids, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. And then the rest is history, y'all mm-hmm. got together, and I I will say that, like, it was really beautiful watching Tony just be, like, that, uh, the dad to Kaden. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the, the father of your second child, Quincy, right? Yes. Okay. When you were talking about, like, holding the baby, does that just, like, come to you as a mom? Like, how do you know what to do? Um, it kind of... I already knew. Um, Well, that's right. You did have the little sister. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to infants, the biggest thing is to protect their head. They're really wobbly. I know. I'm going to break their neck. I can't do it. Um, But they're also like little balls of just cartilage. And I just feel like you can't break them that easily. Like, not that that sounds really bad. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> um, you can. Newborn, be careful. Well, yes, but, I mean, you have to be, like, so, like, oh, my God, I can't touch it. Like, it's, like, I... the child. The child. <laughs> um, well, it, I just don't even know how to explain it. The biggest, the two place. Always keep your hand by its neck or on its head, like a pillow, and then the other hand on its butt. 
on the baby's butt. So okay. that way, when you're holding the baby, whether it's on your shoulder, you have one on the butt and you have one on the back of the head. So then you're, you're protecting the baby. Really, if their head wobbles, that's fine. You're not going to snap their neck. The, uh-huh. the reason why they say protect it, because like, I mean, you, it could, their neck could snap. Um, but the, um, oh my god, I hate this. I'm um, like, this is the um, scariest thing ever. Um, baby shaken syndrome. So yeah. when their head shaken sit, baby syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. said it right. I said it wrong. Um, the way you're like with their heads moving and being a bobblehead, you got to make sure they're not shaking their head so much because. They can their brain. Yeah, they can cause a lot of damage. Eat like their brain is rattled against their skull. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my I god. don't know how anyone gets through this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Another thing is their soft spots. Yeah. Fun fact: There's actually two. There's one behind the head, and there's one on what? top of the head. I always thought there was just one on top. There's two. So that's just, like, where you don't have skull formation yet? Well, yeah, it's just, like, their skull is, like, forming, so, like, it's a little open. So, like, Uh, that little spot right there, if you were to touch a baby, you can see it pulse, or not even touch it. Some bald babies, you can see it pulsing. Oh, my God. No. I'm so good. They used to be able to see it pulsing. No. I didn't know that. Fun fact. (laughs) <laughs> okay um i think with that we should get into our burning questions yeah. <laughs> now that we're like terrified of I'm <laughs> babies <laughs> i'm so scared of babies right everyone <laughs> oh my god so you actually kind of answered my f- um two of them uh, the first one was stigma or backlash behind teen pregnancy um, did you, you kind of answered that with your mom and you had some with your family. Um, was there anything else that stuck out to you about that? Um, not personally. Um, it terrifies me because I am so small, like I'm five, one and a half and I like, I look younger than my age. So when I walk around, when I had Caden and just walking around with an infant, I felt it could have just been my insecurity too. I felt like I was being judged for being that young mom. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she doesn't know what she's got, what she's doing and stuff like that. But for the most part, I never personally, no one's ever said anything really negative to me after I had Kaden. It was when I was pregnant where it was like, oh, are you sure you really want this kid? Like mm-hmm. you can still change your mind. Yeah. 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 Um, the second question you already answered that was considering abortion. Um, my third question though was, do you ever wonder what your life would be like if you hadn't gotten pregnant? That was a tough one for me. Um, yes, I, I feel so guilty when I think about it though. Um, yeah, it makes me really sad. You shouldn't feel guilty though. Like that's so normal for people to think about. Yeah. yeah well and I think it's normal for like any situation like oh what if this thing didn't happen to me just like thinking yeah. about I also like super appreciate your honesty there because I feel like a lot of people would be like oh god no like I mm-hmm. you know yeah and I, but I you know I think about it like realistically like there has to be people out there who are like man I wonder what I could have done or what I would be doing or where I would be you know 
mm-hmm. I I do have moments and I think about that. Um, with my the way I was living in Nashville, the how I was seeing different people and kind of just having fun. I feel like mm, I was supposed to have Keenan at that time because of the fact that it put a halt to things. Like, ooh, slow down, mama. Like, you don't want to end up with an STD. You don't want to end up somewhere with something crazy Mm -hmm. or get caught up in something crazy. So I was like, it was, it's like a blessing in disguise because I was terrified. And I, I mean, till this day with the way the world is, I'm still scared, but I do have moments where I'm like, damn, if I didn't, what where, where what would I be doing and where will I be in my yeah. life? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that. And like I know just like from seeing you with your kids and everything that you can just tell like how much you love them and like I feel like they've made you a better person in turn because you've learned like so much and grown so much since having them too. So Please hold on. <laughs> You're such a good mom. Stop. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> before we go on to the next question, I also just want to say that uh, Lonnie recently has been just talking to me about like her parenting methods and like how she um, treats her boys and has like um, how she has like conversations with Caden. Qu- uh, and, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I feel like you're just doing so right that people don't do. Like, uh, when Caden is upset about something, like, helping him to, like, identify that emotion and, like, talking to him about it instead of being like, oh, stop crying and, like, expecting kids to, like, not be upset about things that adults would be upset about, too. Yeah. Or, like, admitting, like, oh, if something, like, you said or did was, like, wrong, going back and being like, I'm sorry, you know, because that just shows that, like, adults can be wrong, too. Yeah. 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 So there's just like so many good lessons that you're teaching them. And I said to her the other day that they're just going to be like such good men when they're Mm -hmm. grown. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Putting good men out into the world. Mm -hmm. You are doing your part. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks guys. Well, our next burning question is what was the hardest thing about being a single parent? If there was one thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <Or> everything. <laughs> knowing that he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this world, it goes back to the world, the way everything is. It's really, really scary. Caden um, is mixed. So he's half black and half Guamanian. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I mean, he's, his skin is really fair skinned. He's like the most me. beautiful child I've ever seen, by the Cutest way. Cutest kid ever. Jocelyn has showed us. And Lonnie has a little <laughs> Instagram for him and uh, a little blog that I don't know if you're still going to be working on, but it's really cool. So I'll have to drop some links for that too. Ooh, yes. Yeah, we can put it in the description. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, well, with Kanan being half black, I was very scared because I didn't know if he was going to come out with my complexion or if he was going to look more like the sperm donor. I was just scared knowing that the way the world is, that he's going to be a young black male, mm-hmm. you know, he's, and it's terrifying. I mean, even yeah. now we're dealing with so much, so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, people say that it uh, racism has gone, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's out there. Oh, and yeah. Living in Nashville was even more terrifying. I worked with a, sorry to derail it, but to 
um, I worked with a young lady. She was, she was black and this gentleman did not want to take her chain, his change from her, like hand, like hand it to her. So he said, put it on the counter. She goes, excuse me, sir. He goes, can you just please put it on the counter and I will pick it up. And she was so hurt by it. Like you saw in her eyes, Mm -hmm. she was furious, but she was more hurt. I think if I know who you're talking about, like, just the sweetest girl. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my terrified, like, that happened before I got pregnant. So then thinking I'm pregnant and I'm like, oh my God, he did this to a a black female. Imagine if it was a male. He would probably have been, I don't know, it's like men with men. You can be more rude or something. More aggressive. More aggressive, for sure. So that was my biggest thing I worried about the most is making sure he was gonna be okay being Mm -hmm. you know mixed being young and just in general not only with racism but just with the way that everybody is I think we should just all be kind yeah yeah agreed well I will do everything in my power to uh make their their lives good and protect them alongside you because they're my little god babies (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I have one more burning question before we go on to the fun ones. Um, and just to kind of end on like a, a happy note with these, uh, what, what's a really happy or like your happiest memory of, um, like with your kids? Oh, stop. There's so many. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to think. Uh, one cool thing that is recently Quincy learned how to kiss. Quincy's. Oh. So he is blowing kisses, and he, like, when I go kiss, he'll lean forward and oh give me his lips. So he did learn that. That is, um, that's a very big moment that's for mommy because so I'm so – when they leave the house, I blow kisses. Me and Caden go back and forth, and I'm like, and, like, he'll do it to me. So when Quincy learned, I was like, no freaking way. And now we have so a whole excited. house of people blowing kisses at each other. That's so cute. Um. So that's a very, that was a memory that's going to stick with me for a very, very long time. With Caden recently, he's got this, his vocabulary is getting so, like. So smart. Yeah, he's so, so smart. And it was, he knows how to play Roblox. That is my biggest thing right now. <laughs> I, my three-year-old can play Roblox on <sighs> tablet and I'm like dude what he's like mommy look I could do a backflip and he's like hand coordination and he's like <laughs> going through the I was like these kids are gonna be so I don't know I I don't know anything about computers yeah but so continue I think it has those are the biggest moments that I remember so far because like my excitement just seeing how yeah. smart they are didn't they say something about like an excavator too so there is this guy that teaches, he dresses up in his, like, kid's outfit, and he teaches kids different things. Recently, or I would say within the last month or two, Caden learned what an excavator is. I had no idea what an excavator is. So, we're, I'm like, an elevator? Escalator? What are you talking about? I eventually find out there's a video and a song to it, and I was like, About what? excavators? Yeah. <laughs> what a random topic. Yeah, I don't know. So he came in when we were driving on I-75, there's like a lot of work going on. Um, I think it's like in the Bradington exits. There are excavators on the side of the road. So every time mm-hmm. he's like, mommy, I saw an excavator. And I'm like, 
cool. What is that? Son? And he's like, look, mommy, a yellow one. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> well, I was like, that's not, I didn't ever knew that had a name. Dirt digger was what I called it. Like <laughs> the construction machine. Yeah. But yeah, he, he's so, so smart. It scares me. That's adorable. That's so cute. Aw, thanks, guys. Well, mm-hmm. uh, our last part of our burning questions, uh, <laughs> we like to just ask some, like, fun questions. So the first one, uh, just an embarrassing story. Anytime. Oh, gosh. <laughs> In the sixth grade, it was one of the first times I went to Jasmine's house and hung out <laughs> with her. This is the most embarrassing one because it's our friendship just started. We were new friends. Like, I think maybe we had known each other for like a week, two weeks, something like that. Well, I went <laughs> over to her house and it was in the afternoon. We we were hanging out and then we eventually decided to take a walk around the neighborhood for some reason. We are bored. So, it's, middle, it's so middle school. <laughs> <laughs> we were walking down... Street is that? I don't know. I don't know. We don't have to name street. Okay. We were walking down the street and there was this wooden fence and Jasmine said something and it made me laugh so hard. I, I got pooped on by a bird. That's like where this all started. <laughs> I, I, I got pooped on by a bird. No, it was before because then we went home. I got pooped on by a bird and uh, <laughs> it was like it was like on my chest and I like was freaking out and so I think we had already started like walking back but the entire time Lonnie was telling me like I really need to pee like I really need to pee and then we were laughing about oh no I peed my pants in front of one of her neighbor's yards literally just stopped it was like we're almost home it's fine come on let's go and she was just laughing so hard at like me like encouraging her to go back and then me being pooped on um that you, I just remember you stopped <laughs> by and just pee, like, <laughs> down your jeans. Uh. <laughs> yep, that is exactly what happened. I, I couldn't hold it anymore. If I took one more step, it would have peed anyways. So I was like, let me just stop right here and just go. And peed standing up in the front of someone's house and I was just so embarrassed that I was like, when we get back, please tell your stepdad I fell in a ditch. Yeah, we... We literally told my parents that she fell in a ditch while we were out on a walk, and they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, she's just, like she needs to shower. <laughs> like, she needs to shower, like, you know, whatever. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're like, how do you fall in a ditch? And I was, it was so bad. It's like I pushed her. I don't know. <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, yeah, so that's your embarrassing story. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it was a good time. That's a uh, good one. And I, well, I, not to uh, blast you here, but I also just want to say that there was like a problem with this, like a few times throughout <laughs> throughout our friendship, uh, throughout the years. She's just so funny, <laughs> and I have a smaller <laughs> so it's like hard. I, I like, never make it to the bathroom between like five and ten times. This has happened. Um, <laughs> Another time specifically, I was sitting at the table and she just kept making me laugh. I couldn't get up. So I was like, I'm peeing. And she goes, what? She just said, I'm peeing. And I was like, excuse me? And she was just peeing. It was like 3 o'clock <laughs> in the morning or something. It was bad. 
I have a problem. <laughs> my name is Lonnie and I pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you, so here we are. <laughs> but um okay, last burning question. This is my favorite one. Yes. Um a sex story, like a fun sex story, a bad sex story, anything. The first time I ever squirted. <laughs> oh, oh I love this. You're ready. <laughs> um I never knew that could happen, by the way. Like you didn't know it was a thing at all? No. Oh. Um and, like, I don't even know how to say it, but the first time, let's say, I had a boyfriend senior year, so I was like, oh, okay, this feels good, of this is school. great. Yeah, senior year of high school. So I was like, oh, okay, this is cool, this is great. And I was like, wow, to find out when I met this guy in Nashville, 19 years old, 18, 19, he made me squirt so much. And I was like, yo, whatever I was doing before, this is not, I was not having sex. This is sex. <laughs> I was so, I was like, it's amazing. And I, I think that would, they already had that song. Um, there was like a magic stick song or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. There was like a, a lyric or something. I was like, that's a magic stick. That thing just made me go. <laughs> like, I was like, whoa. Um, do you come from penetration alone? Yeah. Wait, do I what? Do you come from penetration alone? Um, like, was he doing anything else to, like... No. He was... So- be- I was literally doggy style. And then, like, he... Pl- and it went... Psh- like, it- Special kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am so jealous of that. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was so. It was also embarrassing because I thought I peed. I didn't know it what it was. It was my first time. Was a thing. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I was like, what did I do? Um, so I thought I peed all over him, and he was like, all right, come on, let's go. And I was like, what? He was like, flip over. I was like, excuse me. I was like, I peed on you. He, you're fine. Flip the, flip the. It was on cushion. And she didn't know right away. It was on it our was couch. It was on our couch. <laughs> I, I would just like to point out that we lived in a one-bedroom apartment together our first year there, and we, like, dorm-styled the apartment, so we just had, like, our two beds in the bedroom, the bathroom was in there, and then in the living room, we had two, like, one futon and then a pull-out couch, which was very nice, and, like, when we would have people over, we would just, like, one of us in the room, one of us is out here, you know, whatever. But I didn't know that that happened on our couch. Like, <laughs> I just flipped the cushion over and then eventually told her later. And I was like, great, like, oh awesome. God. And then oh we sold God. we sold that futon. No. <laughs> so whoever has our futon, um, yeah. There's a little story. <laughs> not juice. It's not coffee. We're going to get, like, arrested or something. I don't know. Holy I feel like... Shit. Oh my god. Yeah, that's why I don't buy college people's couches. <laughs> there was one on like Facebook and it was like for 30 bucks and I was like, Jake, it's 30 bucks. And he's like, fuck no. <laughs> 30 bucks for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's my sixth story. Because yeah. he, he, God just kept going too. I was so, I was embarrassed, but also, like, that was amazing. So how did you find out that that was what, like, you did? Like, that was what happened? He made it happen again. Oh. Oh. (laughs) In the same night? Um, 
no, not the same night. We saw each other again, and he made it happen. I was like, all right, there's something weird going on. But then I, like, in my mind, I replayed the events of, like, I just peed on this guy. Like, this is <laughs> awkward. And he's still going. I'm like, you still want me after I pee on you? Like, okay. Um, <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> he it. <laughs> but, um after I was like okay wait why would he still keep going and I was like do I need to watch porn or something and si- see if this is a thing so right I place just, to learn yeah. <laughs> so, I kind of just like let it be I was like okay don't overthink it don't be that girl so then we saw each other again and it happened and I was like all right what are you doing <laughs> like you make me pee all the time so <laughs> I googled it. No, I I ended up googling it after. So funny! Why do you keep making me pee? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's funny. Why am I peeing? So I looked it up, and they found out that I squirted. I googled it. I was like, "What happens when you pee during sex? Like, what is this? Is this a thing?" And like one of the articles. One of the articles said, it's probably not piss, by the way. And I was like, oh. Thank you, Google. Thank you, Save my life, girl. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think, you know, I think when you told me about the couch, too, I don't think you had, like, come to this conclusion yet. And you told me that you peed on the couch. And I was like, you peed on our couch? (laughs) And Jasmine was like, oh, damn it, Lonnie, course, again. Yeah. <laughs> Who made you laugh? Yeah. <laughs> what a time. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's a beautiful, beautiful note to end on. <laughs> I want to well, thank you so much for coming and talking yeah. about your life and everything. Yeah, thank you. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, and thank you just for being so open and be, yeah. being willing to share all of that because, I don't know, I feel like I learned a lot today, so. <laughs> yeah, I learned so much about child and child. <laughs> childs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope, yep. Yeah. I hope that people that listen can also uh, learn what we just learned. Learn about childs. <laughs> Um, well if you both are experienced childs i'm I'm here if you have any questions great i probably will if i go through that yes yeah in five five ish years no more than that for me please (laughs) tell your boy jay to pop up soon and then we can make some whoever that jay name is yeah i don't know if i want that to happen All right. Well, thank you again, friend. And uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, we love you guys. We will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. It's Liv here. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to Bust It Wide Open. And as always, we'd love to hear all of your burning questions. You can send that to bustitwideopenpodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at Buster Wide Open Pod. Love you guys. Talk to you next week.